Hello and welcome to Two Guys Many Bad Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Aaron. And I'm your other host, Paul. And what did we watch this time, Paul? Today we watched the sort of cult classic, Snakes on a Plane. Yeah, the Samuel L. Jackson says a line that the internet wanted him to say in the movie that was then added afterwards, I think. Like it was after they shot, they like did a reshoot or something where they got him to say that line just so they have that line in the movie. And I was a little worried, okay? Because that line doesn't show up until pretty late into the movie, like in the last 20 minutes or so of the film, including credits. So basically the last 15 minutes of the film. Um, <laughs> and he... I was like worried, oh, is, is this line not in the Netflix version? Because you know the movie, right? You know the... Way worse than this movie. You know the... what? Uh, not Left Behind. The fucking... Uh, Wicker Man with uh, Nicolas Cage. That one, right? Mm-hmm. Of course. Most the versions of that movie, most versions don't have that infamous not the bees scene at the end. Sad. Most of them don't have that version. They have a different ending. And it's like, oh my god, come on, that's iconic. That's the main reason you'll want to... That and seeing him in a bear costume punch a nun or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing you watch the movie for. But this particular movie, um, I think, and I'm just going to put this out here right now, I think this movie completely disproves the notion of objectively good or bad films. Because when I looked at the reviews for this, one third love it, another third hate it and think it's terrible, the other third, the last third, just thinks it's mediocre. In other words, it's a perfect fucking split. (laughs) <laughs> We're like one third love, one third hate, the other third thinks it's okay. It's not even divisive in that sense. It's literally just I think I think like Mauler, YouTuber Mauler's like, yeah, you know, he, he should look at this and go, you know what, I was wrong. There is no such thing as objectively good or bad movies. Exactly. Uh, but I I personally enjoyed the hell out of it, except for the bit where the dog dies. We'll get yeah, to that. Uh, spoiler alert for this fifteen year old movie. Yeah, this movie came out in two thousand six, and at the end of the movie, um. <laughs> There's a song which I think was the internet song about it or something that went viral. I don't fucking yeah, probably. Um, so should we get into? Uh, okay, look, all you need to know about this is the movie is called Snakes on a Plane. There's snakes on a plane, and it stars Samuel L. Jackson, and he says the night line, "I've had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane." That's all you need to know. Yeah, if you decide you want to watch it, but. All you need to decide to watch is if you want to see that or not, you know? Well, well to be fair, it is a pretty over-the-top... It's, it's, it's basically what happens if you get a B-movie premise with a Hollywood-level fucking budget. Mm-hmm. Um, so how does this fucking movie begin? Uh, we get a shot over Hawaii and we get this nice song going like, It's gonna be a lovely day. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> It's gonna be a lovely day. The song is not ominous at all. Yeah, it's just you know, it's totally not foreshadowing. The thing that's yeah, you get the point. But it's okay. Uh, we, we also get we also get we get footage. I didn't realize where we were at first. I didn't realize it was Hawaii. I thought they were in the Caribbean at first. Um, but I figured out it was Hawaii because they say it's Hawaii, like in the next scene or so. Yeah, and we but, see uh, and we see our leading man Sean doing some uh, epic stunts on his bike. Yeah, on his fucking, he's he's like doing the the Red Bull X fighters. He's playing, he's playing. Uh, what's the name of that game? Trials. 
He's playing Trials Fusion or whatever. Yeah, except he doesn't fall over, so it's not funny. Yeah, except he doesn't fall over. He's actually good at the game. Yeah, which means Uh, it's very boring to watch, I think. Mate, I love watching speedruns. They're really good at the game. I don't watch speedruns to watch people fail. I watch speedruns to make them... to see them actually play so well that it makes me feel like I'm shit. Like, I, there's this one Jack and Daxter speedrunner I watch. Now, mm-hmm. he's literally the world's best speedrunner of Jack and Daxter. Like, he's getting world record after world record. And I, I'm like, that's one of my favorite games. I platinumed it, like, on PS3. And if I ever get the PS4 version, I'll platinum <laughs> that too. But see, I just uh, like to see people fail sometimes. I think that can be funny in its own right. Yeah, it makes you feel better about yourself. Ha, I'm not as much of a failure as that person who just fell over and broke his leg. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, uh, Sean happens to find himself in a bit of a crime because this guy just, like, falls from, like, a hanging rope. And he looks really Yeah, he's, he's hung upside down. And as it turns out, there's a fella named Eddie Kim who's, like, some mafia guy in Hawaii. But we find out later on he's actually from L.A., yeah. which is where they... Which where the plane is going from Hawaii to LA, but he's Eddie. Anyway, so this fan Eddie Kim, he's just like he beats the he gets a baseball bat like it's Grand Theft Auto when you're beating the shit out of a prostitute, but instead you're beating the shit out of this one dude who's hung upside down who we, has no bearing on the plot whatsoever. He's just yeah. a random guy who they just kill, and and he's like, oh fuck, this guy just witnessed us murder him. Sean just witnessed us murder him, so. The rest of Eddie's gang or mafia or whatever, they just shoot him and they miss, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Sean goes home. Yep. He looks on the news about the news report, but he doesn't go to the police. Uh, but the mafia shows up at his house and they're about to kill him when uh, he gets rescued by none other than <laughs> Bill L. Jackson, baby. Yeah! Mm-hmm. A.K. Neville Flynn. Yep. By the way, can I bring up the fact that imagine being casted in a movie called Snakes on a Plane and you don't even die via a snake or a plane? I would be so disappointed. Well, yeah, but the, 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 yeah, but it's the kind of disappointment of surviving a George R. R. Martin book. You know, it's like <laughs> it's like okay, yeah, I get it. I'm disappointed, but on the one hand, I'm kind of glad I'm alive. <laughs> exactly. Uh, oh well it's just that's the thought i often have when it comes to like b movies or slashers yeah if you ever if i ever ended up end up in a b movie i want to die a really ultra violent death in the movie yeah like if i want to be in a saw movie i want to die via grizzly trap not by being electrocuted or shot because that's boring (laughs) i want to be the guy in this and i don't want to be this guy but like (laughs) not in real life but there's a guy later on. <laughs> we're spoiling all this. We're not. We're jumping around where we shouldn't be. But I just had to bring up this one guy later on. He's on the plane, and that's the snake. He's going, "All right, boy, let's take the big boy. He's about to take a piss." Mm-hmm. And the fucking snake bites his dick, and his response is, "Get the fu- get off me, dick!" <laughs> yeah. Now see that guy got a he got a good death. He got a memorable death. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, but that's 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 when we actually get to the play the stakes on a plane, which we haven't gotten to. Yeah, we have but, to get. Uh, yeah, we have to do this boring stuff with uh, Neville and Sean. But there's nothing boring about Neville, all right? Yeah, n- yeah, he's not boring at all. It's just what I mean when Neville's not on screen, I'm really bored. 
at least during okay. the at least during the first twenty minutes before like the actual. Play. <laughs> it's like it's like you're watching this like it's like it's like you're at a concert or something. It's like boom, we want Samuel L. Jackson, and like whenever you see him, it's like it's like it's like you've got a thing plugged into your brain that gives you pleasure chemicals whenever yeah. you see Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, it act- the- yeah, he activates my neurons essentially. <laughs> he activates your. Uh, your happy chemicals. Mm-hmm. Also, this is totally unrelated to everything else, but I had a really bad case of the hiccups while I was watching this movie before recording, so... Were you laughing? Really? Like, no, it... no, I wasn't laughing really hard. I think I just I think I just fucked up by eating something too fast, and then I was like... <gasps> <gasps> I was like that throughout the entire thing. At regular or irregular intervals? Irregular. So was it like... So I was like, alright, five seconds. No. <gasps> No. And then another one, 10 seconds later. But then like, it goes, it's different each time. So it's like 25 seconds. You're like, all right, it's over. But no, yeah. god damn it. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really funny. It added some unintended hilarity to the movie. Or maybe you were just trying to avoid laughing and you're trying to avoid <laughs> laughing made you laugh more. I don't know. Maybe. But uh, yeah, we cut to like uh, at the airport where we learn that this lady is like on her last flight and one of her friends like got any requests for your final flight. And it's like, that's strangely ominous. But you know, got any requests for your f- final flight? It's like, Jesus, sounds like. Jesus, it's saying final flight. If you put the word final in front of something, it immediately sounds more dramatic. Last, uh, it sounds fairly dramatic as well, but final, it's like. Like, that's the term you use to describe things like final boss or final finale, mm. you know? I mean, it's bad enough that I mean, it's bad enough that they call the airport the terminal. Like for fuck's sake! Yeah, that's not that's not a nice name. But yeah, we also meet some other bit characters in this movie, like this rapper and his two bodyguards. And this, well, are they bodyguards or are they friends? Because I got the vibe that these that these three were just like no, they're, friends. no, they're, no. Like the two bo- big guys are uh, bodyguards. They like say it multiple times. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, yeah, so just uh, this this rapper and. Um, I, I, I will say right and off the bat, I, I immediately thought this rapper was, at first, I thought he was going to be a parody of Kanye West, but he's way more likable than Kanye West. So I didn't <laughs> think it was him. Ouch. So I didn't, so in the end, I just thought maybe he's just some generic West Coast rapper, presumably a West Coast rapper since but we are, they're going yeah, to LA. And, uh, this guy is so popular that uh, he gets, he, he, he uh, a girl asks him to, you know, get an autograph and then he signs her boob. You, do you remember what? Oh, do you remember God. when that was like the most common joke in these mid two thousands movies? Uh, I, I I don't I didn't really watch a lot of adult mid two thousands movies. The the mid two thousands movies I watched were things like uh, um, fucking Finding Nemo. Cars, I mean, I watched those too, um, but so- I also used to watch shit like a bunch of fucking garbage, like White Chicks with my older brother. It was, yeah, when Michael. Or, or, or epic movie, well, which has a parody, quote unquote, of this well, yeah, movie. But, even though yeah, this... but even even back then, I hate epic movie. White chicks, we might cover that someday, but I don't know. Yeah, we are no. We're we're gonna have to cover epic movie at some stage, but we're gonna have to do it in person. It's yeah. like too boldly because I know you have a real personal vendetta against that mm-hmm. movie, and that is something which I really want to you know, experience firsthand. I mean, I've I've seen some clips of it, like the bit where they eat the poo poo in the, <laughs> you know, but it's like, oh, it's chocolate. Nope, that's the sewer yep. pipe. Fuck. But anyways, uh, 
But yeah, this this lady just checking that 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 reference yeah. off your bingo yep. card. Anyway, this stewardess who uh, who is on her final flight, you know, just to just put the big X mark on her as this bitch is gonna die. They're like, she she wants to leave the flight service because uh, she wants to be a lawyer. And this uh, preppy, this peppy blonde guy goes like, "Last thing the world needs is another lawyer," <laughs> which I found funny. Yeah, the last thing this world needs is more people. To be fair, right, the whole thing with lawyer, right, is that oh, it gets paid really. You get paid really well, and they always like, "I want you to be a lawyer or a doctor." That's because that's what gets paid really well in our economic system. But I'm like, I want to make music and stuff. I want to do a job that I enjoy. Is that too much to ask? I want to write and watch bad movies for my podcast. Is that so wrong? I don't think it is. I want to do dumb... I want to make... I want to to use this as a gateway drug to, like, making a really shitty... Becoming a really shitty (laughs) stand-up comedian. (laughs) Maybe. But yeah, we're also introduced to this uh, rich valley girl named Mercedes who, who, believe it or not... Wait, is that her actually yes. name? Is that her name? That's a that's the name of like a porn no. star. What the fuck kind of name? That's the name of a car. Yeah. That's like, yeah, she even brings that up. Like, you know, I'm Mercedes, like the car. Vroom vroom. In case you didn't know that it was a car. <laughs> it's like it's like I show up and I'm like, uh, my name is Tesla, you know, like Nikola Tesla. No, you mean the car. No, no the fuck <laughs> off. Exactly. And uh... Or like I just come in and my name is Nissan. <laughs> like <laughs> Jesus. Uh, we also have to bring up that this uh, lady has like a tiny dog in her purse, which was another common trope in these movies, like in early two thousands movies. It was in White Pits. Yeah, I, I I do. I never seen Legally Blonde from start to finish. That's a movie that I do want to watch. It's like a legitimately Me good too. movie. But but um, I know that the protagonist of Legally Blonde has one of those in her mm. purse, and she. Like that's kind of a thing, and I'm like, I, I remember watching this going, oh, "The dog's gonna yeah. die, isn't it? It's gonna be a dog." Yeah, this is this is a thing. This is the fucking yeah. Curse. This happened. The amount of movies we've watched where dogs die, like what? yeah. And I think the most, I think the most traumatizing one was uh in Zombievers so far. <laughs> Zombievers, yeah. And although you now granted in Zombievers, just like in this movie, the guy who killed the dog. Zeke from Zeke and Luther <laughs> does get his dick bit off, um, which is a fairly karmic death. But in this particular movie, it's actually way better because the karmic death literally happens the moment the guy the, and and the guy's like there, the hidden, the terrible hate sink character. You know he's a hate sink because he killed mm-hmm. the dog, right? And he and his whole thing is like, what are you talking about? I would just, wouldn't everybody do the same thing? And we're all just sitting no. here going, no. No, no, nope. and then he gets eaten by the fucking thing, and it's very graphic yeah. as well, which was delicious. Yeah, he had it coming. He had it coming, and it was immediate too. So it's definitely a karmic. Yep. Yeah. But anyway, uh, Neville and Sean set up so that they like have first class all to themselves, all to themselves. Okay, can we? Di- I realize that we're describing this in such a way that we're not actually explaining why they're even oh, on yeah. the plane, which doesn't <laughs> fucking matter. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. It's like, if you're dying to know, it's so they can get Sean to testify against Eddie Kim and all that. Yeah, because, you know, he witnessed the murder and he's, and the reason they're going to LA is because apparently the cops in LA are somehow less corrupt <laughs> than the ones in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, which I, I'm like, really? 
Because I'm pretty sure LA has pretty infamous, a uh, pretty infamous police it, pro- police brutality problem. Oh boy! I mean, I, I mean, it's, it's gotten to the point where it's even in Grand Theft Auto. Like, what the fuck? They tested yeah. it. They tested it. <laughs> Doesn't work. But whatever. Uh, the the whole point is that yeah, they have to get Sean over there and keep him safe. So you know, to maximize safety, Neville like books first class just for him and Sean, which of course. Right. Yeah, yeah, which of course annoys people like 3G's, the rapper, and Mercedes. But, uh, oh shit, guys, there's like a shady looking dude working on uh, the plane. And he calls them in, like, going, yeah, they're on board. Which, who's this shady guy? I, I actually don't know. I don't think he has a name, but like, he's just, he's a part of Eddie's group, and he's like, yeah, they're on. And it's like, you know, you know br- bring him in. And then they're like, yeah, these pheromones will set these snakes off, you know? And I think I've okay, okay. Again, it's a B movie concept, right? Right from the get go. It's like, who the fuck? Like, why would they? Well, I know they're the mafia, and they're meant to be like super crazy, right? That's the whole point. But it's like, come on. Even if I was some mafia gang leader, even I wouldn't be like, you know, it would be really great if we like got if we like got like some fucking lava and put that on the plane, <laughs> you know, and released it to destroy the like. That's like, or we'll get sharks that shoot lava. We'll get a literal lava shark. Yeah, that's what I like to hear. Yeah, there we go. It all comes anyway. back to the lava shark. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, lava shark three coming soon. But you know, it's okay because you know, but it's okay. But uh, uh oh, guys, the rich people who expect you to go into first class, they have to go into coach, and they're like, is it safe at coach? Like, well, do they do they expect like coach to be like surrounded with needles, fucking empty packets of Doritos everywhere, rats crawling over, worms? That's what they probably think coach yeah, is like. I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like you were describing a saw trap for a second. Although to be fair, in this version, I don't know if they on Delta Airlines or whatever. But anyway, coach looks pretty terrible. It looks like a Ryanair it does. flight. Zing. I mean, I just took a shot at two airlines because sixty-two percent of our audience is from America, twenty-something percent is from Ireland, where we live. They'll understand the Ryanair bit, but the, the but the American ones, their equivalent is Delta Airlines. That's the airline mm-hmm. everybody hates in America. The more you know. So I'm just trying to cover my bases. Yep, just got to cover all our bases, you know. Make sure everyone. I mean, we, I don't, I don't know who. I, I mean, we do have a couple of listeners from Kazakhstan. That's a bit of a weird one. So I don't know how to appeal to that one fella. From well, we love you. We love you, person. We... What about the person from Vietnam? We like them too. We love all um, our listeners. Yeah, no, 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 no. We love all our listeners. But like, how how do I make a joke specifically for the guy from Vietnam uh, who's listening to this? You never know. Yeah, we'll think of something eventually. I don't know. But it, but uh, yeah. Let me see. There's a, uh, there's also this one. There's also this other joke about this guy on eBay, and he's trying to get. Oh no! Okay, okay. Can I just explain this eBay bit? Because I wrote a thing yeah. about this, right? So this is the guy that Flynn, aka Samuel L. Motherfucking Jackson, is talking to. Just in case you, yeah. Just in case we just have to remind you that Samuel L. Jackson's in this movie. Did I tell you Samuel L. Jackson's no. in this movie? Anyway, point is, um, he's on the phone in like early 2000s mobile phone that looks like it's from the fucking stone age like what the fuck technology right it's really gone like yeah technology nowadays is way more advanced but we'll get to that uh anyway he's on the phone to this one fella 
who's like who used to be an agent alongside because because he Flynn's FBI agent, mm-hmm. right? And he's like, oh come on, it's like, and, and he's trying to explain, yeah, I like it. I have like wife and kids now. You know, I have no time for boats. Nope, no <laughs> more whatever. boats. And that's not an actual line. That's like a really obscure reference to my specific past that nobody's gonna get. But anyway, anyway, he's he's there. It's like, yeah, it's great. It's like, and he's like, come on. And Flynn's like, come on, admit it. You're bored. You want you want to go back into the action. You missed the the action. He's like, um, yeah, I kind of do. Besides, I'm like on the internet right now, or whatever. And Flynn's like, yeah, looking at porn, no doubt. And he's like, well, no, I'm on eBay, you cynic. I'm doing a bidding war for a Pamela Anderson poster. So technically not yep. porn. It's still Pamela Anderson, a.k.a. fucking Baywatch, babe. That's a.k.a. Her. the booby lady. <laughs> see, this is see, this is so mid-2000s it hurts, but it's kind of... It's so mid-2000s. Like, they're, they're talking about Pamela. Oh, Pamela Anderson was also a, a 90s, you know, yeah. sex symbol but as still, well. You know, this all these specific jokes and all, it, it brings back a weird sense of nostalgia back when, you know, Back when things, but was it really better time? I didn't say it was better. I mean, I, I don't. I, I had nostalgia for it. I mean, I, I I don't have nostalgia for school. I do have nostalgia for all the old video games I played as a kid. Luckily, I still have a PS2, so I can do Hooray. that. Speaking of which, it turns out play, the PlayStation is the reason why everyone's well, some people survived this movie. That's the that's what yep. saves everyone uh, at the end. Spoilers, yeah, and also uh, the guy in the orange short, uh, the bodyguard in the orange shirt. Turns out he's a gamer. Because he's playing on his fucking PSP the whole time. Again! How mid-2000s are you? He's playing a PSP. I have expected to have, like, a Game Boy Advance or a Nintendo DS. No. Like for well, a... there is a kid who has, like, a, D- a fat DS somewhere, but, you know. Yeah, like the original Nintendo DS. Like, this guy has a fucking PSP. That's so mid-2000s. Yeah, it's, it's, it's such a power move. But it's okay, because the, the plane is almost ready to start. We just have to go through the airplane safety protocols. <laughs> Would they go into detail about the safety protocol? Also, there's this chick called Tiffany. Is she the last flight girl, or is that a different uh, one? No, it's a different one. Was The last flight girl was something yeah, else, Yeah, I think right? so. Because, like, last flight girl was I... more of a brunette. Yeah, this Tiffany, she's basically... She's the sort of forced love interest for Sean of the movie. Because, you know, Sean's a single guy. Don't ask why. Uh, Tiffany's also a single girl. She's like the stereotypical mid-2000s hot girl. I mean, that's still hot. I'm not saying that. But then again, stereotypical 80s girl is hot. Stereotypical Rubenesque fucking Renaissance chick is also hot. At least the paintings of, the, of those women are, at least. Uh, so it's not it's like specific. doesn't matter what era, yeah, but, you know, uh, you're going at. But, I, but she's clearly yeah. mid-2000s okay, but like, hot. What yeah. re- would uh like the disease and rotten teeth of Renaissance woman would that be a turn off to you? Very much so. That's why I specifically referenced the paintings okay, good. Just from sure. Renaissance. Just making sure. Do you know what's also a massive turn off um for me? Just every era yeah. before the modern one when we invented modern With- medicine. You know, I don't want to live in a time when I had to hunt my own food and die of the fucking rickets at age fifteen because I happened to become you know. Like that kind of thing, and how every woman in childbirth screamed in agony and had no epidurals, um, you know, Good that time. kind of thing. Nobody wants to go no back one to does. those. They, they were great times. Well, actually, there are some people. They're crazy people. Yep. But anyways, um, they... let's get back to the movie because oh shit, this oh shit, like the pheromone bomb goes off and the snakes just 
fucking leak that. Uh, spoilers! We, didn't, a, we don't know that it's pheromones No, we yet. do. Because they say it earlier. It's like, yeah, the, yeah we're going to load these lays with uh, pheromones to set off the snakes. Yeah, to make the snakes. It's basically like the equivalent of like, all right, here's what we're going to do, right? Uh, we're gonna... <laughs> it's like if you put like some dudes. I don't know. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to actually... How exactly would you? How would, we're just gonna load up the air with like an aphrodisiac and put a bunch of humans in it, and they're all gonna try and shag each other because that's what humans do. Um, I don't know. It's just, I'm just trying to. Th- I'm just saying words now. But anyhow, these these fucking pheromones or whatever they go off. The stakes. There's a bomb that goes off. Once it hit. Once the plane hits thirty five thousand feet. It's like speed, right? It's once once you go over thirty five thousand feet. But if they go back under, the plane blows up. No, that's now if they go up to thirty five thousand feet, then uh, a timer goes off. So it's a timer goes off so that uh, so that the snakes will be released. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's okay because the snakes break out and they kill a cat. Those bastards. Yeah, that's way less. I mean, look, look, there's nothing wrong with cats, right? But it's way less sympathetic than a dog. I, cats. I don't know. I like cats too. I just prefer dogs. Okay, sue me. Either way, I feel like we just led like a bunch of people just turned off the podcast, rated us one star on iTunes. Aaron hates cats. I don't hate cats. You'll misinterpret. I used to. I really enjoyed this podcast until the episode where Aaron admitted that he preferred dogs over. (laughs) Fuck off. That's your line? Not not the sex jokes or anything? No, it's just. I, I. Not all the references to eating shit that I make as a G- <laughs> Oh, this is this is a good episode. This is a good episode, I think. Uh, yeah, it is a very fucking good episode. I'm also slightly hyperactive. But yeah, that happens. Unfortunately, I'm not as active as I was during the barnyard episode. But damn it, I'll try my best to be fun. No, 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 it's fine. You, you, you're the calm one. I'm the energy. Yeah, it's just the barnyard episode was. It? It's the it's the yin and the yang sort mm-hmm. of. If Yin and Yang actually got along, because in Taoism they don't really get along, but they need each other or something. And Taoism's kind of bullshit yeah, anyway. But... Oh, let's move no, on that's... because uh, we're about to get to a rather infamous scene of the movie where, like, these two um, stoner slash. <laughs> okay, okay. Now there's gonna be someone who turns off because I diss Taoism. Oh boy, you're you're pissing off everyone today. <laughs> but you know who I'm not pissing off? Who? Fans of Samuel L. Jackson, which is everybody <laughs> yeah, else. Yeah, exactly. But anyways, we're going to get to a pretty infamous scene here where, like, these two stoner slash surfer couples, well, couple, you know, they decide to take part in the Mile High Club and get it on in the air- airport bathroom. Is that what the Mile High Club is? I thought that was just an achievement in college. No, 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 no. The Mile High Club is, like, getting it on in, like, an airplane bathroom. Like, you know, and then he smokes, and then the dude smokes a doobie while he's in the bathroom. So he's getting high while in the Mile High Club. This is actually a fairly explicit sex scene. I mean, it's not poor, like, hardcore, yeah, but, but you see titties, level so, you know, if You do see titties. You so do if you're see prude, titties. you know, you better turn off the movie right that second. Oh, no! We saw nipple attached to woman! No! Ah! <laughs> I'm allowed to see nipples attached to men, but not to women. It's okay, because... For why? Because they feed babies? I don't, I don't know, know, but it's okay, because a snake save us, saves this uh, this vile trash with some good old American violence and blood. 
Yeah, this is the Catholic Church, just like that's what that's what happened. This whole movie, right, is a metaphor for um like Eddie Kim is actually St. Patrick and he's getting rid of the snakes out of Ireland, the aka Hawaii, and sending them to Britain, aka Los Angeles. <laughs> and of course he's Catholic. So uh he can't be having the sexy time. You can't have fun if you're a yeah, Catholic. Yeah, the snake is a Catholic as well because he bite because he bites the girl right on her tit. Ow. Yeah, ow. That's not nice. I didn't want to see that. This is like this is like if you're watching something like some um let's just say adult cinema and some fetish shows up that wasn't in the title and you're just like, no, I don't no, want this. No, no, get the fat ugly bastard out of here. No. Oh, it's ruined. I mean, if I if I wanted to see that, I would have Googled it. You know what I mean? Ugh. You put what's in the title. You don't you have to warn people about this Please, shit. it's not that hard. Oh, Jesus Christ. But it's okay. It's okay. It's okay, because this means the rampage finally begins. Because we get to see the snakes, like, crawling through, like, the alley, or through, like, the fucking plane. And and there's pandemonium in the plane. This is the first, like, sequence of insane crazy yeah, and shit. I, and I think there's one snake who has a foot fetish. And then there's another snake who crawls up like an alcoholic lady's dress, which ugh, I don't like that. Yeah, and yeah, that alcoholic lady is like it gives her a massage, but then later on bites her eye yeah. through. And like, ew. Yeah. Okay. But it's okay. But but it's but then we get to the scene where a snake bites a dude's dick, and you know that's pretty funny. That's the best like moment because it's like I mean, like the thing about those kind of castration type scenes is they're so immature. And sometimes they're played really seriously, and that's horrifying. But in this case, it's it's not realistic at all because he's getting bit, and instead of like yelling like bloody Jesus, he's like, "Ah, get off my dick!" <laughs> yes, he literally says, "See, that's just bloody hilarious." Yeah, literally. Well, yeah, that's that's what the whole point of that mm-hmm. trope is. Yeah, it's a pun. But and this this is where um, shit starts getting really bad. Because, like, yeah. uh, the captain, like, fucking dies or at least goes into a coma because he gets bitten by a snake. And then we see everyone getting bitten by snakes and, ooh, boy. Yeah, the snakes are poisonous as well, but the poison, like, takes several hours to kill yeah. you, depending mm-hmm. on the snake. That's a plot. That's a side plot where they're trying to get anti-venom from, like, at the L.A. And we have this one dude who's, like, a scientist or something. They eventually, all right, spoiler alert, they catch the guy who had all the snakes and they're, like... He gets injured or whatever. It's like, all right, you've been bitten by the snake by accident. Um, we have the anti-venom here. You have to give us the list of these seven things or else you oh, die. Oh, boy, that's, that's hardcore. But yeah, there is there is some uh, fun kills here, including uh, including one where like a lady gets like a barf bag and then like a fucking snake pops out. Okay, okay. I just, I, just not to cross-promote because this podcast, the podcast I'm about to reference is way more popular <laughs> than theirs. If anything, they um, should be cr- if anything, they should be promoting us. Yeah, but they didn't. Uh, but the Dead Meat podcast uh, did a po- did an episode on snakes on a plane, which I listened to like a while back. But I don't remember all nice. the details. Um, uh, but yeah, anyhow. So, is this the bit where the snake, where some like where the fucking captain or whatever, like accidentally snap to get rid of the snake? That's in the in the cockpit. He knocks off a thing that releases all the oxygen yeah. masks and a bunch yeah. of snakes. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what happens. Of... It's like, and then like the fucking first lady shows up. Or lady comes in. And is like, hey, what's with the oxygen mask? And he's like, uh, sorry, but you won't believe what's here. Look, I found a fucking snake. <laughs> it's like, 
Jesus Christ, that is ignorance. Yep. Like, he doesn't realize that is that's blissful ignorance. You know, you think, oh, do you think that's crazy? There's like 50 other ones in the back. Yeah, it's a part of this movie's charm, I think. Again, this is one of those movies which I really enjoyed and would definitely recommend watching for just as like a get a group of friends over, get some drinks, snort some coke. No, don't yeah, snort coke. Don't don't drink oh. on this podcast. No, well, actually, I have my own reasons for not condoning the use of drugs like cocaine or heroin. It's basically because it'll fuck up your brain's reward system because it's indo- exogenous opioids are generally bad for you. Um, but that's kind of a different thing entirely. Although you can get like different drugs that like anti-tolerance drugs that make that repair your um your reward system in your brain's reward system. But that that that'll get it's like really weird shit and like psychedelic. Yeah, I don't shit. I don't want to get into that. Let's get back to the about. movie. Anyway, is this this? All right, I've written this this scene right, right. So one of the flight attendants, right, and this is the thing we didn't reference earlier, but he's he's I think he's like explicitly heterosexual but effeminate which is the whole mm-hmm. point right um and he apparently does kickboxing with his girlfriend and he's talking to this one fella with tattoos yep. and all that who does kickboxing and that fella with with uh, with the tattoos and does kickboxing actually makes jokes like yeah i don't think you're heterosexual mate which is again a little bit of like mid-2000s homophobic microaggression but that guy does that 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 body that not bodybuilder well he's a bit of bodybuilder he does a pretty big mm-hmm. muscle but a kickboxer with tattoos does re- redeem himself later on by saving a kid yeah so he does redeem yeah. himself also, you know also there's one scene that really confused me because like there are these two snakes having sex and then one of them goes off and i can't tell if it's like laying eggs or if it's pooping <laughs> it's like in spore where the two cat where like your two creatures just do a dance and then one yeah. lays an egg that's how sex works yeah, in but, uh, yeah there's also a fairly graphic non-snake death because like this guy gets trampled and he gets someone's heel stuck in his ear like yikes yeah it's like you know i said oh it would suck to be in a movie called snakes on a plane if you didn't die by a snake but that's a pretty good way to die in a movie yeah if that actor had did did have a pretty gruesome death but the reason i bring up the 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 fella the effeminate but heterosexual guy who's meant to i guess this movie saying hey look we're gonna subvert the stereotype that existed in the mid 2000s but kind of doesn't exist anymore because we progressed as a society mm-hmm. depending on the group of course there are reactionaries or whatever but anyway what he does is he finds one of the snakes he freaks out a little bit but he's in like the kitchen bit so he stamps on the snake grabs it ta- by a tail puts it in the microwave and cooks it <laughs> and it fucking yeah. explodes that moment was great it's like how do you like that <laughs> now i i take it this is not cannibal holocaust no, that was not actual it was snake very clearly alive. cgi yeah, it was like a CGI thing, which which means I can actually enjoy that kill perfectly fine. Uh, ethically speaking, there's no issues with that. Yeah, don't, don't worry. It's like Hannibal, Holo- Cannibal Holocaust was like way... I thought you said Hannibal <laughs> yeah, Holocaust. Like, Hannibal Lecter made like k- killing the Jews. No. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's the world's worst fan fiction. That's even worse than My Immortal. My Immortal's funny. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> My Immortal is funny. I would like to do a reading of that at some point. <laughs> Dumbledore came up and said, What the hell are you doing, you motherfuckers? <laughs> I'm sorry for swearing. I had a headache. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's so Yeah, because I know when I have a headache, I like to swear up a storm. 
<laughs> or that other thing. It's like, Harry, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? In like yeah. the movie versus in the book. Did he, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? He asked calmly. <laughs> but yeah, it's okay. This is this is where like everyone starts dying and we get to see some of the gross makeup, which I which I enjoy. Yeah, and like we actually it's not just like normal gore where like ah blood. It's like there's actual like fucking swelling and wound like festering it's like really grotesque and all like it's not quite as violent as something like robocop but it's pretty violent and you know it's kind of it's more disturbing that way because it's not just like gore it's just you know a bit of body horror yeah it's it's just a bit of good old-fashioned body not quite as extreme as something like the thing which is the most extreme body horror i've ever seen in a movie Mm -hmm. Um, but so, but uh, yeah, we also see that Eddie Kim is on the plane from earlier, right? Also, that movie also has dogs dying. Yeah, again, just a really common thing: dogs dying. I don't like that. Why is that? Why is that a thing? I don't know, but it's all right because uh, Eddie Kim shows his, shows a decent side of humanity. I mean, shows his decent side by saving Mercedes and even her dog from the snakes. Yeah, temporarily. Yeah, and we also see like an old lady go back to save this uh, Spanish or Mexican woman's baby, which was, which was cool. I like that. I think there is a bit where, uh, where like fairly directly afterwards, one of the kids gets bitten. Yeah. And his arms and, and he starts swelling up like nothing. And else. There's like, there's th- that. It was probably the, like the one scene that I couldn't enjoy in any way when they are actually putting like olive oil and like trying to clean the yeah, wound uh, to get yeah, rid that, of the venom. Yeah, that was gross. It's like, Oh god! Oh my god! I'm just like all I could think of is like it brought back like memories of being afraid of needles yeah, as a needles. kid, but way fucking worse. Or that one scene in Stranger Things where Eleven gets like her, her uh, like shit, like the back of her leg torn oh, yeah. open, Ugh. and there's a thing. Oh, I mean, I love Stranger <laughs> Things. Don't get me wrong, um, but that one scene is still very. Yep, but um, yeah. Props to the actress who plays Eleven, though. She is probably one of the best young child actors. I mean, she's nearly an adult now, but she is, like, one of the best sort of child actors there there ever was. Mm-hmm. But anyways, uh, Neville, he's, like, he's looking for, like, anything to help fight back the snakes because, you know, I guess his taser doesn't work. And he's like, he's like, do you have any silverware? And all they have are sporks, which is funny. It's like you go to a party and it's like we only have paper plates and shitty forks that don't even dig into it. And it's like, all right, what are you going to get? We're going to get what we always get, right? It's like it's always kid meals. Right? You know, it's chips and chicken nuggets <laughs> or it's chips and sausages or it's, yeah, I think, or, or, or it's chips and fish fingers. <laughs> and I always chose chips and chicken nuggets because back then I didn't like fish fingers, <laughs> but I do now. Hooray. But yeah, um... Yeah, so, you know, Neville manages to call, like, a zoologist about snakes, and it's like, okay, so you're going to need to identify which snakes, which snakes, bit uh, you because if you use the wrong antivenom, it'll fucking kill you, which, ouch. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, oh, he's just holding it. It's like, I don't know, it's like green, blue, what would you call that? And the one guy's like, it's teal. Yeah, it's teal. All right, that might be uh, insert species here that like genuinely can't remember or whatever. <laughs> but then they're all like, "Hold on a second, you're using technology from the '90s. We have technology from the mid 2000s to late 2000s because we're super rich and can actually afford 
this kind of technology yeah, is, that will eventually become commonplace. Yeah, this is where Mercedes comes in with her fucking smartphone in 2006. Yeah, she's she has like an equivalent like I, the iPhone didn't come out the first iPhone didn't come out until 2007, but those kind of smartphones did exist. She's like an early adopter in the in the technology world. She's an early adopter of a technology that event that is now super fucking commonplace to the point where really poor families in the Congo have phones. Like they actually have smartphones in the Congo. Wow. So much for the digital divide, am I right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. So everyone has to go on a snake fetch quest to help us to help figure out what to do. All right, is this the, is this the bit where they have to build a wall yet? Yeah, this is where they start building up a barrier, I think. And like the old and like the lady who was the last flight lady, she finds a snake. Like she tries to buy off a snake, and she gets an axe. You know. She manages. Yeah, if that would have been useful, give the axe to Samuel Jackson. He can kill every snake with that thing. <laughs> but oh shit, guys, this is where a pipe. And he's not supposed. Oh, is, is, is this the point where we where we nice? You're not supposed to use a gun, right? Because that'll cause yeah. like. Because like it'll fuck up the because you know it could cause like a, a rupture in pressure and cause everyone to die. Yeah. But hey, uh, this is where the python shows up, and this is where the dog dies because the businessman is an asshole. Okay, he's not the one that saved the dog no, earlier. No, right? that was no the no it was an old guy. The old guy was the person who killed the dog, not uh, not Eddie Kim. No, 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 no. I mean, no, no. You say there was a there was a person that saved the dog earlier, and I couldn't remember who. Yeah, it was, it was Eddie Kim. He was the one who saved the dog and Mercedes. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Eddie Kim's not on the fucking yeah. plane. He's the mafia guy. Yeah, but he is on the plane. Like, I, is yeah. He? Yeah, he is. I'm almost certain. I don't think so. I, I don't think you're wrong. I think you're confusing that with another character who looks similar to him. I don't know. Well, either way, uh, commenters, let us know who, which, who, who's right. Who's right. Anyway, doesn't matter, but the businessman kills the yeah, dog. Yeah, and then he gets swallowed whole by a python before like sliding out of the plane. Oh, God, okay, can we just have the, can we just have, the, I really wanted his head to explode. Yeah, that... I wanted it to, like, I wanted his head to explode in full gory yeah, detail. Like... I wanted to hear the cracks of his bones. Yeah, like... I wanted to scream yeah, like how that one... in agony. Like how that one guy Sorry. dies at the end of episode three of The Boys. Do you remember that? Yeah, no, that guy, that was amazing. Yeah. Or was that episode three? Yeah, it was episode, episode three two? where, like, uh... The, like where the girl who took the steroids, you know, she got really horny and like sat on the d- dude's face too hard. Oh no, that was a different thing. I thought you were talking about the fella who the the what the fella not a train, the the superhero whatever who's like invisible oh, yeah, translucent. man, and he gets and it's a cherry bomb translucent. He gets yeah. Up. <laughs> well, like, either way, in, in like a door. The Boys is a very fucking violent show. It's not for the yeah, faint but of I'm re- it's a good show. Yeah, I've only seen three episodes so far, but I'm really enjoying it. It's 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 the darker and edgier version. It's it's a super dark comic book. It's the mature one, but I don't know. It just feels it, it's a good show. Yeah. But it's not for the faint violent. of heart. <laughs> That's all we can say. But this isn't about the boys. This is about snakes on a plane. As much as I would like to talk about the boys some more. <laughs> oh, I I I'm, I I just fucking love Carl Urban. Me that. too. Like, good morning, sunshine. Good morning, <laughs> so great in mm-hmm. that. He is so amazing in that show. Yep. Anyway. But it turns out that these snakes are from, like, all over the globe, so they can't even track down to, like, 
I can't even. We don't even have the anti venom for it. And I'm like, oh my god, they put a serious amount of effort just to kill this one guy who could be a witness. <laughs> yeah, like holy shit, man. They're like willing to, sh- to to kill. I mean, that's fucked yeah, up. That's unnecessary. Yeah, they're willing to kill. Like, they're willing to like put kids and babies at risk just to kill this one dude. I mean, does that just not just, like, strictly speaking, make things a fuck ton worse if that plan fucks up? Yeah. And they find out that you did that? Because I keep in mind, this mafia kills one guy, another fellow witnesses it, then (laughs) then they're like, all right, we got to kill this one guy witness because he's going to testify against us. So on the plane he goes on, we can put a bunch of snakes and potentially kill hundreds of people. And if that plan fucks up uh, and they find out about this, we're in a much worse position than before but we gotta kill him we gotta kill him <laughs> but yeah um but anyways it turns out the air isn't being recycled so they have to come up with a plan and fast and like three yeah it doesn't get like too hot in the plane yeah it gets too shit. hot and the air is getting stale and 3g starts freaking out because he's an asshole I mean, this is mid two thousand, so I half expected that. What is it? That song to start playing? It's not Fifty Cent, is it? Yeah. You know that it's getting hard in here. That's a different <laughs> yeah. Song, that, isn't <laughs> I, I half expected that to be in here. Plot twist: like the rapper is actually an Alec, is actually that fella, <laughs> and obviously it's not. It's a different. Person, yeah, but but, uh, but yeah, uh, this is where uh, Neville gets the bright idea to like make a makeshift flamethrower, and so these snakes are on fire. That's a song, and I feel like yeah, I should it's, know it. Uh, the, it I'm uh, referencing Girl on Fire, which was, you know, pretty funny. No, that was a funny joke. Please laugh at me, guys. Please. I need it. I need the encouragement. Like, if, if you don't get a... If, it's like if you don't get enough laughs out of your jokes, you die of... Something. Yeah, just... Yeah, know. just... You guys, can, you guys can fill in the blanks, because, you know, I can't give away every bit of lore... On two guys, many bad movies. Okay, 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 okay. There's a bit before. There's a bit before where I think the rapper gets like really pissed off and like threatens the guys with a gun, yeah. but he's like really like freaking out. Now, granted, this is actually I think fairly realistic because it reminded me of that one Doctor Who episode from years ago. What was it, Midnight? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. It kind of reminded me of that in a sense because everyone's like all claustrophobic, freaking out. You know, people do irrational things. Mm-hmm. So. Like, I, I understood, even though, you know, what he did was wrong, he later apologizes yeah. and so no one actually got yeah, hurt. Yeah, so it's all good. Because Samuel L. Jackson's a fucking badass and disarms him when he's not looking. Yep, uh, and also, and also uh, another highlight of the movie, uh, he harpoons a snake to death. But, 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 uh, before we move on, it's just, I got a funny story to say about, and somewhat related to Doctor Who, right? So, yeah. I was on Discord playing Fortnite with uh, some friends, right? And I, and, and I was, like, kind of drunk at the time. And I was like, I somehow brought up Doctor Who and I was like, I remember I used to be like super into Doctor Who. And then my one fucking friend is like, that doesn't surprise me at all. And I was like, what is that supposed to mean? And we just got into a back and forth. I, I think I think you're I think you're into that type of thing. I, I mean, to be fair, that's a fairly innocuous thing. To I know, but too, like, right? I was like, are you calling me? It's like, oh, it's like if you, that's like if you said as a kid, I was really into Star Trek. It's like, yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. It would be way different if you said, you know, I was really into puss fetish porn. <laughs> and you're like, that's, and then their response was, I know, it wasn't, it wasn't big of a deal, but like, you know, when you're drunk, you, things kind of take on a different meaning. I was like, wait, are you trying to, I was like, are you like, 
and of course what are you what is that implied? yeah it's like what are you trying to say here bitch and you know we just we had some playful banter back and forth it was really fun I just thought I'd like to bring that up because they might be listening. And it's like, you know, hey, hey, it's like, I, I referenced you on the podcast. Now, please listen. Please. Hey, he's talking about me. I'm going to keep listening because I'm an egotist. <laughs> now I've just turned up. Now I've just knocked him off. No, I'm not. I'm not saying. No, no, they're not at all. No, no, I'm just. It, anyway, so he has the, the, the flamethrower. By the way, I think Samuel L. Jackson would be a great fucking doctor, but he, he might be a bit too badass yeah, for that kind of For sure, role. for sure. And uh, this is where, and you know, this is where he says the funny line. I'm like, ah, ah. but then again, I also think Jennifer Hale would be a great doctor simply because she's Commander Shepard. And I would have that kind of fanfic type thing of like, oh, my God, that like kind of like how one incarnation of the doctor gave Harry Potter his wand in the movie. And they're all like, don't you remember the doctor gave Harry Potter his wand? And I'm like, don't you remember? And then if Jennifer Hale was, I'd be like. Don't you remember? Commander Shepard is the doctor. Like that would Personally, just be a thing. I... and then and then Liara would become like the first non-human companion. They'd get together. And then things get, oh, then things get too steamy for this podcast, which is saying a lot. <laughs> so let's move on before things get before we get banned. Fucking hell. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> oh my god, what is wrong? Anyway. Oh boy. This is all right, we haven't even gotten to the yeah, line that, that's yet. what I wanted to bring up. But bring... then you, then you, then you, then we went on that Doctor Who tangent again. Oh God! <laughs> and Aaron went on his horny, his horny fanfic. <laughs> this happens surprisingly often. <laughs> what do you mean surprisingly? I think this is an appropriate time to say I'm not surprised at all that you. Oh, uh, like whatever. This. I'm just saying words. You know, I keep saying words to keep people entertained because that's because you know. That's the point. That's what this show yep, is but, about. But sometimes they get boring. I don't know if you notice. We're, just... we're just spewing noises. <laughs> we're just spewing noises and people listen yeah, to it. Yeah, it's like, what a world we live in. You know, we have all these Americans and Irish people listening to us rattle on about anything. Again, it's mostly yeah. Americans. It's like 60-something percent mm-hmm. American. I could literally send you, like, screenshots of I would our like... audience. And I, would <laughs> just, I just scroll right down to the bottom and I see things yeah. like I Vietnam actually really want to see that. But Kazakhstan. I really want to see that. But anyway, we're getting way off topic. Slovenia. Yeah, we're getting way off topic. We need to get back. Also, uh, before we get back on topic, please, someone make us a TV Tropes page. I'm begging you. That's our number one goal <laughs> yeah, in Yeah, have life. a TV Tropes page. <laughs> okay, but... But it's all right because um, we'd rather get a TV trophy page than win the lottery. Yes. Unironically, but it's okay. Unironically, yes. But anyway, they, Samuel L. Jackson says the funny line, and then I go, "No, no, no! They don't say the funny line yet because this is the bit where they're like, all right, all right, we know what to do, right? What we have to do is we have to get you into." We have to get someone to fly the plane because there's no one else to fly the plane, and we're almost at LA. We can do mm-hmm. this, right? Well, um. Is there any guy who has experience in the rapper turns to uh, Troy? That's mm-hmm. his name. And I remember this name because I wrote his no- down this notes. Who's one of his bodyguards. He's like, he's the guy who played the PSP earlier. And it's like, you have like 2,000 hours, don't you? Of flying. Yeah, experience. I'm like, yeah, I could do this. And then <laughs> he's like, yeah. And it's like, well, first of all, we have to get rid of the snakes, you know, that are in there. And then Samuel Jackson gets a gun. And he's just like, all right, I've had it. I've had it. <laughs> With these motherfucking snakes, snakes on this motherfucking plane. plane. Yeah, and then 
everybody strap in. And so they all strap themselves in because he's about to sh- use the gun. He's going to use the he's going to use the bullet option. This is the one weapon he's not allowed to use, but he's going to yep. use it. And he uses yep. it. The plane, like a hole in the plane yep. happens, but they, they go in and Troy is like, he flies and he actually somehow knows his shit, even though he plays video <laughs> games. And they're and the phase are mission control. I was like, don't you think you'd give out and with more experience? And then uh, Flynn is just like, uh, mate, there's no one else with any experience. This is the best he's got. <laughs> it's either this or we fucking die anyway. It's a, he's our best bet. And he's like, okay, right. fine. But he succeeds. He wins. Video games save oh, the day. Oh, to the PlayStation. And I'm pretty sure that's what I said. That's an exact line from yeah. Samuel L. Jackson. I'm pretty sure that's way. what I said when I when my PS5 showed up in the mail or the post. <laughs> Again, this is getting a little bit personal. <laughs> do, do, do you have... Do you, do what? You, you, you wanting to... You praising your burrito is, 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 a, is not relevant to the podcast Yeah, I know, right but I don't care. <laughs> Is it a burrito or a taco? No, it's a taco. It's a taco. <laughs> I mean, it's. It, I. I suppose you know. Is it better or worse than the French? Uh, the, that's that's my question. <laughs> I don't know. Let's let's just wrap this that, up because we're almost done. Console war no! now. <laughs> no. So yeah, uh, like the survivors get off and they, you know, everyone, you know, the survivors are safe, thank God. But then Sean gets shot. Oh no! But he has a. Bullet. But he's wearing a bulletproof vest, so he yeah. survives. And then, like, him and Flynn, they just surf. And that's how the movie ends. That's yeah. the ending. <laughs> Pretty good ending, right? Yeah, except for the fact that we didn't see Eddie Kim get arrested. Eh, it's fine. Don't worry about her. Anyway, he probably did get... I think they did make a reference earlier at one point in the movie to him getting, like, oh, he's gonna get a lethal injection, or whether he prefers to get a lethal injection or an electric chair. And I'm like, um, what about with decapitation? That's slightly more humane than both of those. <laughs> Maybe. That's actually true. By the way, I'm against the death penalty. I'd rather Kim just gets locked up for life. Yeah, that, yeah, that's fair. But anyway, I think that's everything. But if you kill a dog, you deserve the death penalty. Yeah, that's... Intentionally. If you yeah, that's fair. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. If you accidentally kill a dog, you don't deserve the death penalty. I'm just... Just... Say, if you're a character that kills a dog, you deserve mm-hmm. to die. As a character. But anyway, that was that's Snakes different. on a Plane. Woo! What an episode, right? That... Again, we're just like this season has just been ramping up with the crazies. We've been hitting the big ones, but we still haven't hit, you know, the room and all the really obvious ones yet. That one's not going to be for a good while. I say we we get the room at season sixty nine. That's when I think we should do yeah, the room. Be, the room will, of course, there's plenty of movies in the world, so we, it'll be our final episode. We'll do the room. That's like, that's actually gonna what we're gonna do if we ever do the room. It's mm-hmm. our last episode. I think it's only fitting. Okay, okay. Um, so do we have any anything for next week? Oh yeah, we're doing the room. No, next week. no, <laughs> no, so, we're, no, we're not ending no, the we're podcast. Not quitting, we're, we're not quitting this soon because we're only getting started, as we say. Uh, we say as we're on our third season. <laughs> yeah, but that's anyway. Do you want to keep it a mystery for our viewers? I mean, I don't know because I don't actually yeah. know what it is. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Okay, fine. We'll just we'll we'll figure it yeah, out see, next in like a couple see, days we're or ve- so, and then yeah, we'll just a bit behind the scenes. Uh, we're very bad at planning out our next movie. <laughs> we also still don't have an outro, a st- scripted outro. Even though we have a scripted intro, it's not scripted. It was like the very first intro we had, and yep. it just became a thing. 
but we still don't have a scripted outro. So we just say yeah. goodbye. Peace out, you and... know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, which is what we're saying now. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, give us a TV Please. show fade. That's Please, we're begging one. you. I'm I'm on my knees. I really want a TV show <laughs> fade. And we'll see you next week with uh, something funny, all right? Yeah, we'll see you next week with no! Two Girls, One Cup. No. <laughs> you should